You were created on purpose and for a purpose. When you view your life as one that has purpose, it is easier to not stay in the comfort zone and that doesn't have anything to do with what you look like. You can enjoy things. Your life is beyond what you look like. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Happy you are here, grateful for however you are showing up today and whatever you are doing right now, if you're cooking dinner, doing your nighttime routine, driving to work, waking up, cleaning your house, walking your dog. I mean, I feel like I do all the above things when I listen to podcasts. I feel like I honestly started listening to podcasts because I used to have an hour commute drive to work. Yes, that is crazy. So all of those out there who are commuters, I get it and I feel you. It is a job in itself, which doesn't sound like it because you're just sitting in a car and yes, quote, not doing anything, but it is so exhausting. So if you are somebody who listens to podcasts in your car because you commute, wow, I'm right there with you. I've been in your shoes quite literally, you're the driver's seat. Um, But think about If that's you, think about just me, you know, in the passenger seat today, and I just want to have a girl conversation, girl talk. I want this to be kind of informal, really transparent, really honest. If you are a new listener here, welcome, new friend. Love to have you. And I'm grateful that you are here. Come connect with me over on social media at the Girl Who Can podcast or at Arissa Lujano. That's my personal Instagram. Love to get to know you, see who you are what you're doing, what your interests are. I love connecting with you guys over on social media. Just shoot me a DM and introduce yourself and let's be friends. If you are a returning listener, you know the drill. Happy Wednesday. These episodes come out every Wednesday and we talk uh, just through life and the imperfect road to it. I walk you through things that I have learned. A lot of times I feel like I am talking to my past self, future self, current self. Um, I know that the topics that I bring up are either things that you guys have told me that you would like me to talk about. I don't proclaim to be the most perfect person. I want you to know that we are all girls who can, but that means that we are the girls who can mess up. We can, we are the girls who can be imperfect, but also the girls who can do hard things. And that really is the premise of the show, knowing that you can 
fill in the blank. You know, you can do whatever you set out to do, your mind, your goals, but also know that it is okay to give yourself grace because that's just a part of life. So again, like I said, um, if this is your first time here, connect with me over on social media. Let me know who you are. And I would appreciate it so, so much if you just pass this podcast on to a fellow friend. We love growing the community. But what I wanted to talk about today is going to be all about confidence. I've done a couple episodes in the past just around confidence. And it like confidence is such a big word that can have so many different meanings and people place, uh, you know, different a different weight on it. And I think especially as females, someone, me personally in my twenties, um, but women in general, you know, we have a lot of struggles around what confidence is and where we find it and how we get it and how we maintain it. Like there's so much pressure around it. And specifically what I wanted to focus on is just confidence that goes beyond how you look, your physical appearance, because being a dietitian, and I mentioned that because I see clients who we set goals. And if you want to dive a little bit deeper into that, this almost can be like a part two to last week's episode. Last week, I dove into just setting health goals and how you do that um, and why we would like to do that. But a lot of times when I am working with a client and we start to set their health goals. A lot of times I hear, well, it's because I want to be confident, which I love. I want, you know, all the girls out there, all the women out there to feel confident, to feel confident in what they're doing, how they're waking up, how they're showing up to work, how they're showing up for themselves, you know, but there's so much pressure around what that is and how that feels, how it should feel, what it should look like, but specifically around what it looks like physically. And so, like I said, when we're making health goals, um, it's, you know, I want to be confident, but more so just how they physically appear on the outside. And while I think, yes, you know, I want you to feel confident in how you look, but that's not the only way to determine if you have confidence or not. And that's what I want to dive into because I think we can go down a big rabbit hole when it comes to confidence and only placing the value of confidence in how you look physically, um, whether that's how your body looks, how your hair is, how your skin is, um, what you're wearing, your outfit, you know, just all of physically how you are appearing. And I want this, like I said, just to be like a girl chat, whether we are hanging out on your couch or we're doing our morning skincare routine together or out to dinner, or I'm with you in your passenger seat and we're just talking about this. You know, if you're listening in your car, um, I understand that there are women out there that have body image issues and struggles. And it has maybe been a lifelong battle or you have an eating disorder or a past history of an eating disorder. And so this can be a little triggering for you if, since we are going to be talking like about how, you know, you're physically looking and how we can overcome that. I mean, I really just want it to be a really healthy conversation, but I understand, you know, talking about body image can be triggering for some people. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, if you want to just 
skip over this episode or check out any other episode that have come out. I want you to stay around. Um, but this could be a really healthy conversation too. Um, like I said, I'm a dietitian, so I have worked with individuals with eating disorder, but that I don't want to go into like tips and tricks today and really dive deep deep into the deep end with it, but really just, like I said, making this a very casual conversation and pretty healthy. So um, yeah, if you want to start with my episode last week about health and why putting your health first or as a priority really is important for how to be the girl who can, I encourage you to go check that out first if you would like. But I have personal struggles with this too, and this is why I wanted to talk about it. Being in the world of food as a dietitian and early into my career or just like figuring out what I wanted to do or my interest in it, um, you know, I took interest into food very early. My family and I would take us on to road trips when my sister and I were little and we, I just got like super interested in food and eating and the culture of food and the different flavors. And I loved how food just brought people together. And that is such a communal experience. Like if you think about it, like food is something that we all just share together. So, um, or that we all do. And so, but being in the world of nutrition in college, I struggled with the pressure to keep up um, of the image of pursuing a path of being a dietitian. I will say, you know, if I'm completely honest, I started to obsess over food early into college, obsess over my own results, and really be physique driven. Because I felt like, well, I am in the world of nutrition. I am a dietitian. I'm, I want to be a dietitian. Um, people are going to be looking at me and judging me for the way that I look. And because they want to come to me to have a healthy lifestyle, I need to have this like perfect looking, healthy lifestyle. And I got very much obsessed over it to the point where it wasn't healthy. Um, and even, you know, the, the just the pressures around it uh, can be very consuming. And I bring that up mainly because of just the, the weight, the pressure that we as women are constantly have. I feel like there's just this weight that is almost just like in the air where we can't seem to escape the fact that someone in our friend group is always trying to lose weight or someone's always trying to look better or we're comparing our um our the way we look now to how we looked in college or 10 years ago there's always this pressure to constantly be on and perfect and I struggle with that too. You know, yes, I talked about the extremes of it um, as I was going through college. I have since mended, you know, my that relationship with food and have a healthy relationship with how I feel my body and how I take care of it and really shifting my focus to what my body does for me and respecting it. And that goes way far beyond, you know, what I look like and where I find my worth. It's not I'm not eating a certain way to look a certain way or work out a specific way to look a certain way. It really comes down to like how I feel. Do I feel good? Do I feel energized? Do I feel strong? Do I feel healthy? That is where 
the path has focused and that is what fuels my confidence around my my body image and how I view myself. But even just still staying on the path of like the pressures, we're told so many different things. Like there's so many different routes in today's world of how we should perceive ourselves. Like for example, you are you you scroll on social media and you see these things like love exactly who you are, all of you cellulite roles, etc., or just feel neutral how you're feeling, love your body in a neutral way, or go down the the health route and um, find your confidence in how you're feeling with your gut health and your bloating and managing that. Or there's influencers that are talking about their confidence and muscle building and um, physique driven goals, body builders, you know, and all of those things are for different people. You know, I'm not saying one is better than the other. One is worse and you should take this path. It really comes down to what path is for you and what journey do you enjoy the most and understand that our bodies as women are changing. Are they change for different stages of life? And Um, that goes from if you're in high school or if you're in college or if you're a mom, um, and beyond, you know, we often compare our current self to our past insecurities, um, or just our past self. Like we might look at pictures of ourselves and think a couple of things we might compare and say, oh, I, I feel like I looked better, you know, 10 years ago, or, um, when I was in high school you might be a mom right now. Like your body is changing. And so shifting your perspective to to understand what your body has done for you, birth a child, have a family. Um, and in high school, you know, that was a completely different season of life. And it's funny, you know, thinking back at insecurities that I had in high school, I don't even remember them now, which is funny. Like we don't even remember sometimes like what we were so insecure of, but I definitely know as a high schooler, as a high school girl, uh, there were so many things I was insecure about. Um, but now it just doesn't even matter. It really doesn't even matter. And so with all that said, I just wanted to put that out there to normalize your body changing. It is a normal thing and it's okay. It's supposed to happen. And Currently, as a dietitian, I am in the fat loss industry, and with clients, I see a lot of negative self-talk and comparison um, to how their body was 10 years ago, Um, and be realistic is something I continue to have to tell myself, and um, reminding to clients of like, you know, your body is changing. It's a normal thing. And that doesn't mean just use that as an excuse and accept actions that really could be changed. But um, understand that like body composition will change as you enter different seasons of life and it's okay. And, and I see this, but I also have to check myself too. Again, I'm not perfect, but seeing individuals put worth in their body and only satisfied if they look a specific way or if they're at a specific weight. And it gets consuming, you know, it consumes you, it it can blind you, it can trap you to feel like that's the only way 
you will ever feel confident. If you look a specific way, if you're at a specific weight, if your butt looks a specific way, if your abs look the specific way, um, and that that's the only thing you think about. And it can be overwhelming. And I completely empathize with, you know, those consuming thoughts. But I'm also here to remind you that there's so much more to life and there's so much more to how you were made and why you were made beyond what your butt looks like or what your abs look like. And I know this to be true because there is truth behind it. I'm a Christian and so I'm just going to read you a couple of Bible verses that are the truth. So this is in 1 Samuel 16, 7 and it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So this is truth that you are so much more than that physical appearance. You are what your heart is and the personality you have that you were individually given and fearfully, wonderfully made, you know, that is unique to you. That goes far beyond what physically you look like. And another verse is, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. So again, you are fearfully and wonderfully made and God created you, every single hair on your body, in his image, male and female, he created them, it says. So this is what the truth is. And I encourage you to just like rewind and sit on those two truths so then they can become a belief. And when you know that you were created and made, you begin to shift. And this isn't done overnight, but I just want to bring light to this. But when you, like I said, when you begin to start to really digest what the truth is and where you can find confidence outside of your physical appearance, you begin to value yourself and then fuel yourself in the right way. You stop, and I say this from personal experience, when I started to really realize this, um, there wasn't a reason for me to show off to others physically. Um, because when we are trying to find our confidence physically and maybe dress a certain way or work out to look a certain way or eat to, I don't know, you know, look a certain way, um, because we want to show off, we feel like we have to show off to other people and show off what we're doing in a physical way. You're never going to be satisfied because no one is you. Like if you're trying to show off to somebody else um, because essentially like, what are you working for? Um, You're wanting to show off to somebody something because you find that endpoint valuable because somebody out there said that that was valuable, but that isn't what you said. Like who, like who's determining this value? So that's why I'm saying like, you're never going to be satisfied because nobody is you. Nobody has your heart. Nobody has your personality. It's really your journey. And essentially, like you're just going to continue comparing that whatever end physical result is to whoever else is on social media. And then grass is greener on the other side. Like it's just a never ending cycle and you're never going to be satisfied. Trust me, I've been there. I'm saying that from 
personal experience. Um, and even like the opposite, you know, of this, sometimes there are body image struggles or insecurities that lead us to not draw attention to ourselves. Like you don't want to show yourself off because you think that it will be a negative, like the, the spotlight will be negative or you feel trapped in this, your body or physical um, appearance that you just completely skip out on activities like going on your walk with your family because you feel embarrassed um, that you might be a little bit slower than the others or going out to eat or whatever it might be, essentially just letting life pass you by and going back to what what is the truth in all of this. And we see from where, again, pointing you back to the truth, we see from verses in the Bible, like our God didn't create you to be mediocre and hide and live a life full of comfort. He created you to do good works and carry them out in confidence. You have to be willing to own your strengths and weaknesses um, and live a, live a life full of value and confidence because you know where your value comes from. Um, that is your heart, your personality, um, your identity outside of your physical appearance. And when you, you realize that, it truly is a beautiful thing. You were created on purpose and for a purpose. When you view your life as one that has purpose, it is easier to not stay in the comfort zone and that doesn't have anything to do with what you look like. You can enjoy things. Your life is beyond what you look like. And I'm not saying just like things are rainbows and butterflies because again, I've walked through these things and it's easy to hear these words coming out of my mouth. But another thing to actually receive them and accept them as true. And if you're listening to me and you're like, I have, I don't believe anything you're saying. Um, I, that, that's because you don't believe these things about yourself yet. And you don't have to 100% love how you look 100% of the time. That is not realistic. Let's just call it for what it is. It's not. But even though you might not love how you look 100% of the time, you can still respect your body. And that is called body neutrality. And thinking about it this way, living a life your five or six-year-old self would be proud of. And I heard this, um, I don't know where, but I've heard this just from other people, just like, you know, think of, literally close your eyes and think about what you would say to five-year-old you. Would it be all this negative self-talk that can often happen in an inner daily dialogue? Um, You know, I think about how I would talk to my future daughter and how I would want her to speak to herself. And I know for sure I would not be telling her, um, you know, these negative things to believe as true. And I want her to be kind to herself. So, you know, same thing goes for me. How am I talking to myself? And this in itself, I understand also can be a bit triggering. You know, there might have been people in your past 
or even family relationships, significant others, um, commenting on how you look and that I'm so, so, so sorry if that is you. And I just want to sit and empathize with you for a moment and know that like my heart goes out to you and you didn't deserve any of those words and none of those words were true. And I am so sorry you did not deserve any of that coming to you. And, but it is a real thing where some parents or significant others do shame people, women for how they look physically. And this can if you're young or even current older, you know, like we perceive it to be true. And it takes 200 thoughts to, it takes 200 thoughts, like thinking something 200 times for it to finally be a belief. And I know 200 times seems like a lot, but when we think about, again, going back to like the pressures that are on us when it comes to just body image, it can be very easy to think about uh, how you look 200 times a uh, within a very short period time frame. So that thought can easily become a belief very quickly. And even thinking about who and what you are spending your time with, um, your Instagram feed, who you are following, uh, you know, taking inventory of what you are thinking about when you look at pictures of your friends and comparing it to how you look or influencers, um, really, be selective about who you are following or take fast from social media if you feel like that can be really helpful to your confidence. Because I find for me, social media leads to constant comparison or yeah, just comparison, especially like of journeys, you know, as a dietitian, yeah, I enjoy working out and eating foods that fuel my body. And so it can be very easy for me to like dive back into old me, you know, back in college of like just getting sucked into like feeling like I need to show off or prove myself in certain ways. Like it happens and, but we need to protect our hearts and what is, um, you know, surrounding us to not have those constant thoughts become beliefs. And also something you can do to be proactive to prevent those thoughts from coming belief is just shifting your thoughts, shifting your thoughts and be being proactive and taking action around it. Um, so for example, affirmations. And I know some of these things you might've heard before, like to do, uh, but I promise you, like it is so helpful taking the time to really write down affirmations to yourself, whether that's one a morning, or even if you just think about it, like on your drive to work or right now, think about something that you do like about yourself. And it might seem really hard to find maybe, um, but just find one thing. It could be you really like your eyebrows or you really like your hair color or you like your teeth. Um, I don't know, some people, whatever it might be, just unique to you. And, or it doesn't even have to be physical. You know, you really like your laugh. You like your personality. You like the way you listen. And I encourage you to find something that isn't physical. Um, so then you can really start to think about, you know, how you find value that goes beyond the physical. And if you were just completely at a roadblock, like Arissa, I can't, what are, what affirmations do I even start with? Start with writing a letter to your body. 
Um, and I encourage you to write two different ones, one being an apology letter and one thanking your body. So the apology letter can talk about your past of how you've maybe shamed yourself or the way you've talked to yourself, currently talk to yourself on a daily or routine basis, um, and just apologizing for those thoughts that you've had towards yourself or maybe even towards other people. Oftentimes, um, when we, when you are saying something about somebody else physically, like, oh, the way, the way that they look, it often is more of a reflection of how you view yourself. So even apologizing for those things and next thanking your body, thanking your body for all the things that it does. And this one can be harder to write because we are our own worst critics, right? But thanking your body for waking up this morning, thanking your body for breathing right now, thanking your body for going to work or taking your kids out or taking them to school or whatever it might be, just get creative and start to dig deep with it. But thank your body so then you can start to value it. Um, and approaching this with curiosity versus judgment is going to be the best approach. Um, because yeah, we might get a little bit judgmental to ourselves. You might not even want to do this, but I promise you can be very, a very healing exercise and a very rewarding and eye-opening exercise to kind of see where maybe our truths and our the lies we tell ourselves come from. And even another exercise is writing down what is a negative or limiting belief that you are currently telling yourself. Um, and so I'm just trying to think of an example. So for example, um, I you'll write down, I am not confident and I will never feel comfortable in my own skin. And so that is a limiting belief. That is a lie you are currently telling yourself. And as I mentioned previously, you know, where where do you find your truth? Where is the truth and what is it? You know, so replace that lie with the truth. And so I encourage you to go to scripture. I am a Christian and I promise you this has been so freeing for me. And even if you got to go to Google, like Bible verses about confidence. Um, and so one about confidence comes from second Timothy one seven says for the spirit of God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. So that lie of, I will never feel confident, um, is replaced with the truth. And so we know that the spirit of God that lives within you does not make you timid. It helps you be confident and gives you power. It gives you self-discipline. It gives you love that is written and that is what the truth is. And so replacing those negative thoughts with actually what the truth is. So then those, you can actively think those things and then remember the thought can become a belief. So you can actively change your thoughts. You are in control of them. Um, and all in all, you know, your confidence goes far beyond what you look like. And as you can hopefully see a theme throughout this episode today was um, just how you respect your body. And I promise you the confidence will follow. The confidence ultimately will then be far beyond what you physically look like, but be really rooted in value, in purpose. And that is everlasting, you know, at the end of the day. And you don't have to love 
exactly what you look like right now, but you can start with who you are right now and work on your confidence that goes far beyond the physical looks and really is rooted in respect of your body. And like I said, things will follow. You will walk and actively do things in your day-to-day life that are rooted in purpose and that are rooted in ways to respect your body, which is fueling it with nourishing foods, moving your body, um, and a healthy finding a healthy balance, getting into your life and not being so trapped and bombarded and pressured with, you know, the, the physicality aspect of what confidence is. Um, so if this was helpful, I hope it was, <laughs> but if this was helpful. I would love to hear, you know, things that you took away from it. I want to hear from you what you want to know more of, or if you want to continue this conversation, you know, I want to know more about you at the girl who can podcast Instagram or at Aris Lujano. My DMs are always open for you guys to slide into. And I know I remind you guys of this every single episode, but it helps me out so, so much if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts and if you could scroll down and leave me a review, a written review. Just, it helps us grow the community and spread the message to other women that they too can be the girl who can. But I love you guys. Have a wonderful week and we will chat as always next Wednesday. Bye everybody.